What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Case and Punt. Uh, today we have all the fellas, uh, all four of us. If you don't know our names by now, I'm not going to say it. Um, today we're going to do a draft because that's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Every year we do a mock draft, and Keish uh, puts together a excellent little Excel document, um, color coded uh, to the to the nines, um, and uh, we even have top available players. And it's even color-coded for expected first round or expected out of first round and even top 10. So uh, let's give a round of applause to Keish. Ryan, I think you gave um, me the same stroke last year, right? Like, on, like during the draft episodes, I, I did this the last three years. You gave, I think you gave listen, me the exact same stroke. I think it was you. Listen, like, you can't... Like, this is this Excel sheet is just... It's picture perfect. Um, color-coded to the nice team's, sword. like, main color, if possible. <laughs> well, that's nice. But yeah, anyway, we're just going to send it right into the draft because usually it takes a long time. Um, so what we're going to do is we've, well, Keisha set up a, a list of alternate names um, and we're going to basically just go through the list uh, for the first round and pick what we think the player is going to be taken there. Um, so we've all made lists prior to this, um, but as we go, you know, someone's going to pick a player that we wanted for a different team. So it's going to gonna have to keep us on our toes. Um, so it'll be fun. And uh I guess with that, we'll just send it right in. Um, so for the first pick, uh, I'm up. Um, and I think this one's pretty much a, a slam dunk. I think, actually, from what I've heard in the news, Jacksonville's uh, overthinking it. I think they're trying to 1,000 IQ big brain it. Um, but uh, I think I think they should just, just like send in the card already. Aiden Hutchinson, everybody thinks he's the first overall pick, except for Jacksonville, of course. Um, but I'm just going to send it with with Aiden Hutchinson right away. And if, uh, I guess we can just uh, mark it off as we go on the Excel sh- uh, sheet. Yeah, just replace your name with the with the player that you took. That's, that's uh, I feel like that's going to be the best way to do it. I think... I yeah, think, I'm just going to strike through the players that are taken. Like, Hutchinson should be the number one pick. I think he's the number one... Uh, I don't think he's the number one talent, to be completely honest. But, I like, if they go offensive line either, I won't be too mad. Just, just based on the fact that Trevor Lawrence had a, just a terrible rookie season, I think... Getting him some help in terms of O line could actually be beneficial instead of, you know, spending first round picks on running backs like they did last year. Well, like, if the reports are are any somewhat true, and usually they aren't, so take it with a grain of salt. But um, usually, uh, it, it it's people just saying stuff. But I've heard anywhere from like Devonte Wyatt to Jordan Davis, like they might just take a, a defensive lineman and call it a day um, for whatever reason. That's the reports that are coming out. Uh, the, if if they had Urban Meyer, I could see them taking like Kenneth Walker first overall. But uh, thank goodness he's out of the league. So <laughs> that's true. Uh, second pick, Detroit Lions. Um, there's there's two players here that I think could fit pretty well. Both of them are edge rushers. Um, I think Brady's board has one pick that I'd probably want there. But I think I think it's just gonna they're gonna go with the safe pick, the big name for the last I think three years in college football. It's Kayvon Thibodeau. Oregon, uh, Oregon has produced nothing but studs in the last couple of years. It's a joke because all they have is uh, uh, Justin Herbert and on Thibodeau. But I think Thibodeau is a, just like a really high upside prospect. Uh, and he was he was sick. He was sick in college. Just dealt with some injuries. So I think I think he's the kind of like bite the kneecap player that Dan Campbell wants. I think Thibodeau fits in perfectly. Number three. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Ryan, do you have to say something about Tibby? No, no, I was just going to say, like, that's exactly who that coach wants. <laughs> yeah, I think that's another 
another home run pick there. Uh, I got Houston Texans at three, um, our third favorite team, actually. Uh, it's a joke. Um, they need everything. So what do you draft when you need everything, Aiden? Three, two, one. Edge rusher. O-line. So... <laughs> 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 I think it's something like punter, but <laughs> there is a punter that's supposed to be just nasty. Who? Matariza. He's he's just been like outside of like the big storylines of the draft. He's been talked about so much. He's he's cool. he's gross. Like he's actually sick. What's the highest round you could see him? Third. In? I'd love to see him go second. <laughs> Houston, he's Houston knows they're going to be punting the ball like every 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 uh, series next year, so they just draft a punter. His leg's going to fall off by midseason. <laughs> it's pr- it's proven to be a, a good strategy to draft a draft a kicker. Early. Yeah, ask the box. Ask the Falcons. Who did the Falcons draft? Young Ho? Or is he undrafted? Who just uh, drafted he didn't get drafted. K- he didn't get drafted. No. There's no way. Who just drafted a kicker or punter who was, was really Was it Indy? Good? Hot Rod, isn't it? No. It ro- someone just drafted someone really early, like last year. The Bears uh... did it. It was a really, it's a really good player. They always tweet. That's why you draft kickers or whatever, uh, or punters. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Roberto Aguayo. I don't know who that is. He was the kicker of the Bucks draft in the second round, and then he he didn't make it a season. When? I uh, I don't know. Before they started, winning, it was, so it was like fan. when we were if in it's high before school. last year. I don't know who it is. Oh, it was like five <laughs> years ago. If it's pre Brady. Where you won't know it. It just doesn't matter. PB, it's called. Uh, that's what we call it in the uh, bandwagon business. Anyways, uh, use needs everything. Start at the line. Um, I don't think there's like a like. I I think the tackle class is a bit weaker than last year. We could say. Um, obviously, there's obviously. Oh some... no. Yeah, I think so. Oh, absolutely not. I don't think there's a there's a tackles. Tackle is one of the best strengths of this draft. Tackle and like D line. Werfs wasn't a rookie last year, was he? Yeah. No, he was a rookie two years ago, I think. Last year was a rookie. Yeah, really? Werfs, the season Werfs that just passed. Draft was... Yeah, he was not a rookie this year. No, last year's draft. No, fuck. I I think two he years... was a rookie two years. This ago. This was his second year. Yeah. This year. Yeah. This is what we're saying. He was a rookie last year. So two year years ago, the tackle class was really strong. That's when uh, the Chargers took in 2020. Uh, really this, is the tackle. 2020, this is the 2022 draft class. Slater was a rookie this year. Yeah. This was the Slater's Penny Sewell that draft. This is better than last year's, uh, but not as good as two years ago. Last year had a lot of good interior offensive linemen. Yeah, like Cushion Berry. Elijah Veritas. What? <laughs> Dude, this this class this class is better than how, how are you gonna, better than than, uh, than Tristan Wirth. How are you gonna class. include? No, what? Yeah. No, you're thinking of uh, uh, Creed Humphreys. Oh, he's a center as well. Yeah, so not a good. tackle. And there's a better center. Than I said Creed center. Well, draft. No, 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 because we were talking about like good interior offensive lineman last draft. AVT. Yeah, he's good. Yes, he's good. Um, I just don't think Evan Turner. Uh, I mean, um, Evan Neal is flawless. Is what I'm saying. No, do you but... think anybody in in Tristan Wirfs is flawless? Yeah, Tristan Wirfs pretty yeah, good. Yeah, but didn't. Yeah, but not not as a rookie. He wasn't even the first tackle taken. He was what the fifth tackle taken in his draft class. He, yeah, I'm but he saying... was the guy that that rose a lot from from like the from the pre draft stuff, like the the combine and stuff. Like he put up stupid numbers, mm-hmm. and then everybody was like, "Hey, maybe we should like take him first overall." 
And then he rose like, a ton. I remember that. Andrew Thomas was the consensus safest uh, first pick, first OT pick. And then he was fourth in the standings by the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, like the Giants, you, you, the Giants always mess it up. Yeah. Worse, worse posted team. one picture of him jumping out of a pool and the, the NFL went crazy about it. Yeah, but that was sick. There was a lot. Oh, yeah, of I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying like, like uh, that was the kind of thing. Like he was a late riser, and obviously for good reason. I mean, he's this he's is pretty solid. In my opinion, of the of the years that we've done this pod, this is the best offensive line class like to, to date. Yeah, I'd probably say I it's think, the best think, altogether, but it doesn't have the highest talent. If that makes sense, maybe that's yeah. I, I think I, I think it's the deepest. It's got the like. I think Tristan Wirfs, obviously Tristan Wirfs is a what a top three just, tackle in the just, NFL. Just the four of them, like the top four of that draft, were just awesome. Who? Andrew Thomas, Wills, Becton, and Becton and, and Wirfs. Yeah, injuries. There's there. It's I think it's recency bias. I don't like. I think Wills is good. Becton's all right. He was injured a lot. It, so that's not a good pro. No. Wirfs obviously stud. Andrew Thomas mid at best he's on the giants but i think cross aquanu neil raymond and then penning and then linderbaum linderbaum is supposed to be like a generational center the only reason he's not going number one overall is because he's a center he's a center and then uh i like zion johnson i like Kenyon green uh, we, we'll probably get to these guys later yeah but um anytime i see a six seven guy who looks like he's six three i am all over that um like he moves like he's six three usually it's the opposite no, like I like big guys who have agility, and it's like you don't think they're uh, six, seven, three, sixty. It's like, oh, he is so he can get up and he can get out real good. Yeah, I, that's I the forget, you know. I that's the trend with tackles sometimes. nowadays. We, I don't know. Like, people actually care about forty yard dashes for that's like the tackles yeah. nowadays. Yeah, because tackles pull often. It's like uh, it's like new generation tackles, which I really like. Who so, are you taking? I I said Evan Neal. Oh, okay. So yeah, and then I just I was just saying I didn't like I like my Homer class better. But I agree it could be it's deeper. Yes. So Houston's gonna start with that line. Okay. And uh so for pick number four, we have the New York Jets, and I have them taking Derek Stingley Jr., uh cornerback out of LSU. Uh so obviously he's one of the most athletically gifted players in this draft. Uh, what is he? Six two, six one. He's he's not a small guy by any means, but he plays like he's not a small guy. Like he is a great run support DB, and like his coverage isn't to be knocked either. Like he has got some great speed when he's staying with wide receivers. His real only downside is injury concerns, um, which mm-hmm. is kind of like seems to be the LSU DB curse when it like comes with getting into the league so that's something that like uh you got to be a little bit but i still think like i think it's him and sauce gardner and then it's like maybe a little bit of a bigger gap than we've seen in past years but i think Derek stingley is the best all-round corner in this draft uh coverage wise i think sauce gardner's a little bit better a little bit faster but I think Derek Stingley's got him beat with the aggressive like downhill play. So um, I think the Jets, who have a ton of needs, should be going after like probably the best player that they can get with their pick. And although I think it's debatable, I think Derek Stingley is a pick that you can't really go wrong with if you need someone to be 
a future leader at DB? I think you can go wrong with it because you are aware <laughs> of injuries, of the serious injuries, and his play declining the last two years. Well, I, I mean, I could, like, I, I want to say something about it because I've got massive, well, I do have massive bias, but me and Keish had a conversation about Sauce Gardner versus Derek Stingley. And it, it's my opinion that Derek Stingley has a way, way higher ceiling. Like he's just, he, when he was in high school, he was picking off Joe Burrow um, because that was the year he was joining LSU. And I will say that LSU, the last two years have been a massive shit show because basically their entire roster left after they won the Natty. So like they had a lot going on. He was hurt. Um, so that was a big reason why he, I mean, he probably is going to go this high anyway, but he, you know, like if he wasn't hurt, I think he he'd be even higher of a prospect than he already is. I think Sauce Gardner is really good too, and Sauce Gardner obviously thinks so. I mean, he said that quote uh, in the media that I can't think of off the top of my head. He said he was the best or, uh, period out of all the players in the in the draft class. I think that's what he said. Um, so I, I don't know. I think that there was a lot of outside factors that, like for the last two years, because Brady brought it up. I think though there was a lot of stuff that was out of his control. Like the team was just, it was terrible. I mean, three quarters of the team left. So like, well, what else is going to happen? And he was too young to go. So yep. I think that's just why. I think, I just think Stingley is like an amazing all around player and they need someone who's going to be able to play like a run support role at corner as well. Mm-hmm. Super high ceiling. I just, that's, that's why they get paid the big bucks. Cause it's like, do you take the guy, like, do you keep, do you take the Caleb Farley or the, um, what's his name Stingley where it's like they have had this major injury or they're coming off of something and people are rehabbing like they never have before like people will tear their ACL their ACL and the next season they'll put up career numbers so I'm not saying you can't come back from injury but wait, wait, hang, hang on so you guys are saying Derek Stingley over like, Sauce Gardner in terms of run coverage yeah I'm saying like Ooh. his no role I like Sauce much better but what was your argument no. do, you like, do you like Sauce yeah, yeah sauce, is, sauce, we, sauce is the prototypical corner. So you're he's six three. Sauce, you're he's got three sauce. inches on Derek Stingley. I'm um, Sauce Gardner all day. Me too. Um, Give me some sauce. <laughs> Safer bet. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think, I think. Well, I mean, look, there's there one guy didn't allow a touchdown in his college football career. Yeah, his entire college football career, he doesn't go like without an intercept or doesn't go without a touchdown. That's that's. He has it. That's it, it right? Like, he's 6'3". He's got the body for it. He's also not a great great in run support, but he's better than Derek Stingley. One of, one of Stingley's biggest critiques is that his run support is, is, is bad at times. It's bad. And 2020-2021, not great tape, like you guys said, the injuries. But when he was there, nothing great. Uh, the Auburn tape, which is, I think, one of the biggest games because Auburn-LSU is a pretty pretty heavy-hitting matchup. I think, I think Stingley was not great. Um, I, th- I, I also think that they're both kind of sick though. I just think sauce Gardner won the name. I mean, both are, you, you want a cornerback, you want a cornerback named Derek, or do you want a cornerback named sauce? sauce. It's sauce all day. And it's just one of those higher ceiling versus higher floors. Yeah. I think I, I agree. If, you're the, if you're the jets, do you want another bust or do you want to be like, I know what I'm getting in this guy. I have less concern. Stingley has Mo Claiborne written all over it for me. And so, I, I don't I just, know. I like, think only one of those guys won best cornerback in the entire football, like college football league, as a rookie. So, yeah, but that was three years ago, one. Ryan, and that was also as a, a as what a CB three. Yeah, but uh, no, he was actually playing CB one. Like he was locking down. 
there was because they had that really good slot corner. Oh god, I can't remember his name, but he was Ooh, good. But uh, Derek Williams? Stingley outplayed all of them. No, Greedy was a other. He's a cornerback, but there was a really good slot cornerback um, that played only slot. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, regardless, uh, uh, Derek Stingley was also uh, in the SEC compared to whatever division Cincinnati's in. So the competition was a lot, a lot higher as well, in my opinion. I think the SEC is the hardest division in college football. Oh, bar none. The, the SEC is yeah. the, the SEC is it. You got Bama, LSU, Auburn. Uh, I'm so bad at college football. I guess um, the I guess what you could say is you either take Derek Stingley when he was playing his best, like in their natty run, he was locking down every receiver he faced. I mean, that's just how it was. He was intercepting a ton, um, locking people down. But I mean, you could also look at his last year's tape uh, whenever he wasn't injured, and he didn't have that same elite effect. So it depends on what you want to look at as an NFL team, too. I have I have Derek Stingley here as well, just because it's the Jets, and they're 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 it's, yeah. it, that's that's it. No other. <laughs> do you want to do the Giants there, Ryan, just to keep us moving? Yeah, sorry, this blue is really dark. I couldn't see my name. Um, so the New York Giants, uh, another team that probably could use everything. I know we have a couple of different things listed here: offensive line, edge, linebacker. But honestly, if they took quarterback, I wouldn't even blink an eye. Um, but what I have uh, here is, uh, I don't, sorry, I'm going to mispronounce this name. Uh, I'm just going to say the last name, Ekwanu, uh, the yeah. uh, tackle. Um, just another, like like we were talking about, the, the offensive line group this year, or specifically tackle, um, is really high tier. Any three of the top guys you, you can you can take and be happy with. So I'm going to pick Ekwanu here. Apparently he is like a gentle giant off the field, but he turns in just like a savage on the field. So like you can't you can't be too mad at uh, Icky Aquanu, Ikeem, I think is his real name, but he goes by Icky. Um, I was, yeah, I was gonna take a tackle there because I had the Giants and two. Picks. See, I have Kyle Hamilton because they let they let uh, what's his face Jabril Peppers go. You have a bunch of holes on the defense. I think I think a guy with Kyle Hamilton could be sick. The biggest knock on Kyle Hamilton is he's too tall to play safety. Which I don't think is a huge concern. He is such a good athlete, but what does that even uh, mean? Uh, that, 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 apparently, like he, he, like you lose fluidity when you when you get to six four, like he is. But he's a missile. I, I like I I just watching him yeah. play at Notre Dame was unbelievable. But new generation safety. I also have I also have a bias towards people with the last name Hamilton, and there's a lot of them. Um, but just just I'm just a proud Lewis. proud Hamiltonian. I, I heard that he was one of the guys that could be could be taken at like. Three, but also one of the yeah. guys that could slip. So yeah, you might be right. Yeah, it depends on the team and how they're going to use them. Because I think you can use them in more than one way than yeah. safety. We'll we'll get to him because there's a lot that I have to say about him. I think he's dope. Um, uh, is yeah. a good pick here, and I would be mad if that happened. Um, uh, at pick five. Uh, but I'm gonna take uh with the Panthers pick. There's so many different things that we could go with. Yeah. Um, I'm going Charles Cross all day. I wanted Aquanu, but Charles Cross is also a stud. Uh oh, Ryan, are you typing in? You go for it. Yeah, I'm typing in. Um, there's there. I've been is, updating the spreadsheet as we go. I I really appreciate it. There is a need at quarterback and offensive line. I think are the two biggest ones. Um, my favorite quarterback of the entire class is Desmond Ritter, and I think um. Well, that's not true. Malik Willis. But I just don't think that we can take Malik Willis and just leave him out to die. Um, I feel like that would that would be borderline a hate crime. 
Um, so I think offensive line is just a need. I think the Panthers are pretty solid elsewhere. Uh, once we trade our our fourth and fifth round pick for Debo Samuel because we don't have a second and third, um, I think we'll I think we're going to be in good shape. So offensive line, and then either let Sam Darnold address it or, or run it for the year, or we can address it in the second round with Desmond Ritter. Yes, I think that's a good pick. I was going to be mad if he did anything else. It's got to be a one. It has to. With with just the pass rush that's well, I mean, we're not the AFC West, but <laughs> with the pass rush that you have in in Tampa in with with Cam Jordan and then also with uh, uh who's a Grady Jarrett. Is he still if he's still on the Falcons? I don't know. I, don't, if he's, I don't, can't remember if he's still there, but much attention. there is a lot of good pass rush. We did a really good job with Corbett and Bozeman bringing them in. We have Martin, we still have Brady Christensen, we have Elfline, we have some other guys too. So it's gotta keep going. Right, just, just build the it, trenches, and then and then. Lead. I think a quarterback is definitely like a, a dumb mistake. Yeah, but like the thing is, like I don't like them. It's like it's like it's not like fucking Pat Mahomes is there. Or no, but like you, you give college, me Malik but... Willis at six, I'm not I'm not upset about it. No, I'm not mad at that like... at all. However, I the smart move is to get Charles Cross or or Equanu or Neil, whoever's whoever's there. Yeah. Uh, you know, our mock draft's gonna be 100 percent correct. So Charles Cross. Yeah. If you take a quarterback, it's it's Matt Rule trying to save his career. And I don't hate it, but I'd prefer offensive line, which is really boring, but I would prefer offensive line. I don't want Brady to scream at me to. when I say it this time, but I think you really can't go cannot go wrong with picking offensive line here. Yeah. Yeah. Can, when you have when you have like a can never a, go wrong in general. Like like a left tackle is still just like our biggest glaring need. Because I don't love Brady Christensen at left tackle. His arms are just a little short, um, which is funny for me at five seven to say that. But <laughs> I think I think he I think he transitions more as a guard, and then Charles Cross could be just our big mauling um, left left tackle. And then also at the same time, there's the big three tackles. If all if two of them are gone off the board, we're like, oh, we needed a tackle. We don't get. It's not like a bad pick on the Panthers. Like look, right? So. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll rock with Charles Cross here. Good, good, good pick. Good pick. Uh, we got the Giants' second pick, number seven overall. Um, I, I I think if, like, a Thibodeau drops, I think they get him. But instead, like I've seen in lots of mocks, I've seen Thibodeau kind of drop a lot. Yeah. For whatever reason. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Sauce Gardner. Um, I know they're, they're, I feel like their secondary is kind of like a bit ad hoc, if you will. Um, just, I, I like what they're doing. They're trending upwards, but I think they need like that younger kind of cornerstone there. Yeah. Um, again, with the Giants, like Ryan said, they need a lot of things so they can go to O-line. I'm not, I'm not upset. They can go ed like edge or D-line. I'm not upset. Um, Kyle Hamilton, not upset. But I think, you know, Sauce is still there. That um, you know, if uh Stingley gets picked over him, then it's like, okay, thank you, New York the other New York counterparts, we will be taking Sauce. So that's my Giants pick. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of different directions they could go here. Um corner is not one I would have guessed per se, especially consider well, I guess James Bradbury is kind of on the out. It's also one of those like best or best prospect available kind of thing. That, yeah, there's like, lots. There's lots of people, but I like, could see. Um, I don't know. Uh, no. What's his face? Who's that? The pass rusher from George, Trayvon Walker. I could see Trayvon Walker. I was here thinking. As well. I was. That was like, probably my second. Uh, pick because it, but that's the thing. Like if if Trayvon Walker goes one or two, which is possible. Yep. It is. This this draft is just so dumb. Like there's just no idea. Nobody has any idea what's going on. 
Um, if if Trayvon Walker goes one or two, he could uh, like the Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, whoever doesn't go, could fall here, or Trayvon Walker could go here. I don't hate Sauce Gardner here. Well, I kind of do because I don't like the Giants, but uh, I wanted him to go to Seattle because I... his player comparison is Richard Sherman. So I would I would love to see him in Seattle. I saw Sherman and uh and Gilmore, and Akeem Talib. Yeah. So <laughs> what did you see for Stingley, Morris Claiborne? I got that mixed up. Uh, Stingley had Gilmore. Stingley had Gilmore, and then um, Gardner w- had uh, Sherman. Sherman, Sherman, yeah. and Talib, because he's like press man, yeah. your face kind of guy. His apparently uh, Sauce Gardner's press is like you're boxing him, so that's uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's got to be that's got to be tough, which I like. Like there's the penalty. It <laughs> reminds me of that video. What's that video of that? Where the guy just slapped yeah, the shit on the press. I just slapped. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> he, oh, it's so good. He winds up so far and then yeah. just, just, just walks like him across and just like, boom, breaks his hand off. Give him like the he right hand of God. Too. I think, uh, just real quick before we go to Aiden, I believe, uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, um, he's already he already got the card. I know he's already in there. I just want to say, <laughs> I think I think there's gonna <laughs> just it's on the screen. Yo, he was so confident. He was so confident in his pick that he had it in before Brady. But I'll nobody, tell you what, I did not see this guy going top fifteen. So nobody was gonna make that pick. Not a not a not a soul on the planet. But would. that's what I'm, I'm about to say. It kind of ties in a little bit. Is that I think there's gonna be a lot of weird picks. People are gonna jump and drop, and I think a lot of that's just like these players are so unique to different teams' needs, and it just comes down to like who did you like going to their work, their their, their personal workouts? Who did you like going to their pro days? Who did you like in the interviews? It's gonna know? be it's gonna be a lot of like the behind, yeah. like Greedy Williams. Remember when we all had him as, as as the number one corner and he fell to the second round? There's gonna be a lot of stuff like that in this one, like not yeah. just like the one off like Greedy Williams. I think there's gonna be like six or seven. Like we could see Chris Paul going in the first round. That's why, yeah. That's why I don't. They like knew Greedy Williams had that week Achilles, man. Apparently, and JOK, we're like, oh, 15 overall. Nope. So, all right, take it for it. Um. So at pick number eight, we have the Atlanta Falcons picking. I have them going with Jamison Williams, uh, wide receiver out of Alabama. I don't know why I said that. It's so weird, but um, I think he and I'm gonna be an idiot and say this again, but. I genuinely think he is the most athletically gifted receiver out of this group. Uh, Drake London, like, yeah, Drake London's fast for his size, but he doesn't compare to Jamison Williams. Like, Jamison Williams is 6'2", and he, I don't think he ran at the Combine? Probably not, because he has a torn ACL. Yes, okay, so he's hurt. So that no no stats for... Yeah, so that could bring down his draft stock, but I don't think so because Atlanta is in like desperate need for wide receivers um, because they have Gamble Boy over there um, <laughs> and got rid of Julio Jones. So they they like need, need, need receivers. I think they're going to try to give Mariota as good of a shot as possible this year. Um, I, like, honestly, I could see them taking QB here. I absolutely could see them going Malik Willis here. Um, but I think... Like Jameson Williams, like he he has such an athletic upside where it's like I know his route running was kind of like shit on in college, but um hopefully that's something he can develop over his time and then like who knows, he really could use that speed to his advantage in his routes. So um I think Atlanta's gonna try to take a chance on him and fill a need at wide receiver. Just based on the fact that like I know nothing about the draft, I'm not gonna say it's like a dumb pick. 
um, just because like they they could legitimately like, what's their what's their they could go they could go linebacker here, and I wouldn't be surprised just because this draft is like I said a wild card. Receiver seems just like it, it seems like they'd be picking like BPA if they go receiver when they have all their needs that they do. Uh, it's I like I I I have Malik Willis, but I kind of don't see that anymore because they signed Mariota. Um, but I think I think if they did go receiver, why why Williams over like London and Wilson? Honest, well, so like, because that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I think he's the most athletically gifted wide receiver. Yeah, but he's not like athleticism is fifty percent of it for receivers. I know. Well, but yeah, but they that, took Kyle Pitts. I feel like that's yeah, but Pitts, Pitts, Pitts is a different story because not only Pitts was a freak athlete, but he was also like polished. Like uh, he also had a great rookie season. Like a lot of people like will say like, oh, not a thousand yards, not eleven hundred yards, whatever. He's also a rookie. Rookie tight ends have not done well in the last couple of years. Like you look at Travis Kelsey. Kelsey has like. Like had he had like time to get up there. Same thing with Kittle; they had time to get up there. So I like I think Pitts was a great pick. I think like I like Traylon Burks a lot, the guy from Arkansas. Um, I just I kind of see Drake London as like a really good replacement for Calvin Ridley, and then a good compliment for Calvin Ridley when he gets back, like six four, like fast enough, and just kind of like like a go up and get it receiver which I think is something Mariota needs. But I think you need that extra athlete at wide receiver because they don't have that right now. They have Cordero Patterson. I know, but he plays running back most of the He's time. not like a wide receiver. No, but like you don't, I don't think I don't think like wide I don't think like athleticism is going to be a defining trait. I think they want like a more polished guy. Also, if they go in athleticism, I like Olave a lot more than I like Jamison Williams. But I'm just saying as an all-around receiver, I think I think like uh, I think Jamison Williams has one of the highest ceilings. Well, I don't. I don't disagree with that. He was, he was really, really good in college at both schools that he went to. He was really, really good. And and um, I know we're saying that athleticism is like fifty fifty or whatever, but it plays a massive part. Yeah, he is also coming back from the ACL. He's so guy, like, guy was a track star. Like he, at, he's a at runner, six two he's a track star at six two to be a track star. That's because he has that uh get away from the cop speed. Remember in Madden 12 when Chris Johnson always got that? I do. <laughs> yeah, so if, I can see if, any, that one. If, if nothing else, he's super fast and will get, like, separation and get yeah. open for Mariota, which might help I think him. I'm just I'm just down on Bama receivers after, like, yeah. the last couple of years. Like, Judy, Ruggs, um, who else came out in that? Judy's good, though. He's all right. He was, he's, he, well, he's, he was hurt. But. Yeah, but, like, it's got to translate as a pro. James Williams is coming out with injury concerns. When you're valuing fair, a draft Judy pick, have a yeah. Well, yeah, Judy hasn't had a quarterback now, but like these guys, these guys were all like top <laughs> top fifteen year. picks, right? And so now, like, you have another one of these guys coming out in the same mold as as Ruggs was, and and as Judy is, like the speedster, a little bit shorter. Uh, like, what is he six six, six one and a half six, one two? And a half. Yeah, um, it's the kind of the same model, a little bit hesitant. I don't hate the pick though, although. Yeah, I guess it's kind of irrelevant. J.C. Horn's going to get him locked down, so it's all good. We're, yep. we're good. And then Dante Jackson's <laughs> faster than him, so we're good. Yep. And back-to-back injury picks for Aiden. Yeah, I, 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 I see I'm your just... I see your uh, strategy here. <laughs> Pick, picking from the hospital beds? Re- reaching on receivers that with torn ACLs. <laughs> a- what? A- a- SEC injury ward is, is Aiden's draft board right now. In- 
Interesting strategy. <laughs> All right, who's next? I think this draft, me, I think this okay. draft, like, if you were to take it, you could draft any of the receivers in any order, and then if you were to do it again, it would be a different order. Like, I think they're all really, like, high-talent receivers. I think we're, we're going to get another slate of, like, like remember the A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, and Debo draft class? That was all yeah. one draft class, and obviously they're all in the news right now. That's the only reason I can spout that off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I th- it could be one of those things where they they all fall, as well. Yeah. I don't hate the pick though. I think James Jameson Williams is is uh, he he's got he's got flashes of potential. I think I think I think he's he like he goes to Atlanta. Him and Kyle Pitts is a little scary for me, so don't hate it. That'd be cool. Ryan, what do you got for Seattle? Yeah, people uh, for Seattle. Well, so this is not one of the picks that I had. I actually had Sauce Gardner going to Seattle here. Um, but uh, I think this is definitely a pick out of opportunity for Seattle if the board falls the way that it, it has been for us. Um, and I have Malik Willis going here, uh, the consensus number one quarterback in this draft class. And um, it's definitely a, like a just opportunity pick uh, for Seattle. When they shipped off Russ Wilson, like all bets are off the table. I mean, um, they do not have a quarterback anymore or, or serviceable anyone anyway. Um, so I think Malik Willis... Probably and probably Seattle could send this this pick in and, and be happy with their day. Um, I think that'd be a perfect fall for them. Um, I had Malik Willis going uh, to Detroit at, at number two, um, and uh, yeah, I just that's such a D- Detroit pick for me. But yeah, Malik Willis to Seattle seems like a really good situation for him to run into as well. And maybe then they don't have to move Lockett or move DK. They kind of just go in and and see what what the three of them can produce. So. I'm he's he's good. raw. Malik Willis is raw, but I think I think he's he's just the most talented quarterback in this draft class by far. He's got he's got like the athleticism. I think the only quarterback that can outrun him may, might be Ritter if if there's a chance. I I I would prefer Seattle go with another direction, but he kind of fits the Russell Wilson mold. So don't don't hate it. Don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, all bets are off for Seattle now. Like, who knows what direction they're going to go to? Are they going to rebuild? Are they not? Who knows? They're keeping DK and, and Lockett, it sounds like. so. All right, I think uh, the, the Jets are back on the clock. They have uh, a quarterback that I actually kind of like in, in Zach, uh, Zach Wilson, right? Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't hate their offensive line. Uh, I think like if one of the big three tackles falls here, like sure you can maybe you can maybe go for it. I think Linderbaum's sick. Like maybe you can go for him here. Um, I I I I could see some like defensive help. I don't really like what's on the board here, so I'm gonna go. They're just gonna go get Zach Wilson some help. They're gonna pair him with uh, Elijah Moore and somebody else, and they're gonna get Garrett Wilson here, wide receiver, Ohio State. Um. Him and Chris Olave were the ones that pushed Jameson Williams out of uh, out of Ohio State because he was there originally. Then he transferred to Bama. Can you imagine that going from Ohio State to Bama and then becoming <laughs> the number one at Bama when you couldn't be the number one at Ohio State for receivers? It's just insane. Um, Garrett Wilson uh, is shorter than Jameson Williams. I would say I like along the same lines of speed. It's just he's really really well polished. Um, I think he doesn't have that uh, Devontae Adams release package, but that's something I think that can be that can be learned. And I, you know, he's got good hands. Can't can't hate it. We're going we're going with him to the Jets. Nice, very nice. So, is Corey Davis still in New yes. York? Yeah, but he was kind of okay. he was kind of just 
on the IR and cheeks for most of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I I don't I don't hate it at all. I think get get Zach Wilson some young receivers that he can uh build some chemistry morale with. I think that's a good pick actually. The only thing I will say about it is they did give Braxton Berrios a bag in the offseason. So like like maybe <laughs> maybe they don't they don't go receivers, but I I think I think Braxton Berrios fits in really well as a third receiver for Zach Wilson and then I really like Michael Carter as well as a running back. You could go O-line and just roll with what you got, but get him some weapons. Get the guy some weapons. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, best style for a quarterback in the NFL, by the way. Weapons, baby. He does have very good style. I also think like the Burrow chase, like the the amount of success that they had is gonna is probably gonna inspire a lot of teams to, you know, like you go and get like a really good quarterback and then you pair him with that really elite upside wide receiver and let them go to work. Like I think that's yeah. really gonna influence teams like, from now on. Like the like the Jags did with Trevor Lawrence and his buddy Travis Etienne. That's uh <laughs> High upside. Exactly. <laughs> <Athleticism>. <laughs> well, that electric. was just a terrible pick. Like running back, they already had a good running back. I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. All right. When I was like doing my like like the draft like like research for this, I um I remembered like one of the one of the things I saw about like Travis Etienne. The first time I ever saw him touch a ball was when when he took he had a carry in the national championship game like four years ago when he was a freshman, and he he had like a seven point three yards per carry average as a freshman. And like took off for like forty yards in two plays with like with Clemson. I was like, oh shit, this guy could be a first round pick, and then he ends up being a first round pick, borderline first round pick because he probably shouldn't be picked there. But um, yeah, just a fun little tidbit there. I think but, after all the Urban Meyer stuff came out, I think it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> well, guy was just on. Crack. Oh, the guy being off his rocker. I yeah, mean, he yeah. took he, he was he was bubbling rocks, and then and then he just took whoever he wanted. <laughs> He he probably didn't know who Travis Etienne was, and like <laughs> Lawrence sent him a text saying, "Oh, we should take this guy." And uh, Irvin Meyer was probably like, "No idea who the hell it is, but I hope it's a linebacker." Hey, hey if, e- if Etienne's there in the fifth round, take him. First round, got it. First round. All right, Brady. The Washington Commanders. Commanders. The first overall, the first pick in their history. Oh, the pressure's on. I'm at to change my pick actually. <laughs> Um, I think they might have gone Willis if he was still there, but he's not. So, alas, I'm gonna go with uh, from Boston College, Zion Johnson. Uh, Ooh, I think he's one of the better, or not better. I think he's one of the top prospects in this draft. Um, guard, but can play center if so need be. Um, I know Washington needs guards. Um, I like their defense, how it is, because um, like you could go because like, Trayvon Walker started, right? Yep. Um, so you could do that, and like, oh, I have this deadly or deadly, deadly D line, but I'm like, okay, you don't need to go fucking ballistic when there's, you know, you can still shore up that uh, O line, and they have who? Kirk? No, they have Kirk Cousins. No, the other guy. Kirk Cousins. Uh, <laughs> the other white guy. Uh, Tyler Heineke. Who? Who got traded? Who there? is their quarterback right now? Who just got traded? Who's like Kirk Cousins? But it wasn't. Wentz? Yeah, Carson Wentz. Oh yeah. Oh, I got confused. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz is confused too. <laughs> no, I I knew it right away because obviously, but um, yeah, white quarterback. Um, so I think because they went out and made that trade, it's like they just don't. I don't think they just got him to be a backup or or obviously not because they didn't even give Haneke a fair shot last year. Um, so I think they brought, you know, if you're going to pay up a little bit, was it a third or something for Carson or something, a fourth, third? It was too much. 
Yeah, it was too much. If you're going to do that, it's like, well, fuck, now I got to protect him and give him a, at least a fair shot. I was thinking about also going receiver because the whole Terry situation and, like, it's if that falls through and you can't get that whole extension or whatever they're – like, in a make-belief world where they're not going to give him an extension and then you have, like, a Debo situation where it's like, okay, fuck, we have a disgruntled Terry. Yeah. It's like, okay, Curtis Samuel's our go-to guy now. No, not a chance. Yeah. So it's like you can get another guy. But, yep, Zion Johnson, I love him. Uh, why can... Why Zion over Tyler Linderbaum? Uh, he's center only, right? I don't think so. I think Linderbaum's got the versatility as well. I was So I was going to pick I'd Zion rather... Johnson from Minnesota because of his known versatility. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's guard first who is willing to play center. And has played tackle. Oh, okay. I didn't know he, like, he played tackle in college, too. Okay, so he can... Yeah, he's he's like a, a Sammy Cosme last year. Like literally, just yeah, played okay. everywhere. I like Cosme. Um, where I think Lindenbaum is more just like center, but he might be good enough to go to guard. I'm not. I haven't really done my deep research on him. But yeah, I like Zion. You can say he's undersized. It's I think he's six two, three twenty or something like that. But um, he. He just attacks you. Like he just he gets to you first. He mirrors. Um, he can mirror you really well. And um, I think versatility in today's O line is um one of the one of the better uh better assets because yeah. you see a lot of injuries. And if you have a guy who can swing around, even just like left to right, or like <clears throat> if you need to go in for a little bit, like uh, Michael Owenyu on the Patriots. Yeah every game he's playing a new fucking position and it's just so nice you don't you don't have to like go down the depth chart and go like your fourth stringer you can just like slide so and so over and have your your second tackle go up at that other position so well and it's it's also nice when you're completely rebuilding your offensive line to have a player that can play anywhere right yeah. uh it opens you up for the future and allows you to rebuild on certain positions like if there's a really good offensive guard in free agency but you're like Oh shit! Like Zion's our guard right now. It's like, doesn't matter. Zion can easily make that transition to center or tackle, whatever you guys need. Yeah. I mean, if you want versatility, Linderbaum played defensive line in college as well. So <laughs> that's uh, that's versatility. If if you if you ask me, that's not bad. I I I am Linderbaum. I if he wasn't a center, he'd be a top five pick. That's my whole thing. I think this guy is a talent. If you're taking interior offensive line. I am, especially Washington, who has like a need at center because you have some decent guards in Washington. I would, I would a hundred percent take Linderbaum. Um, listen, you yeah. pair him up with Chase Young. What do you get? Um, you know, that's a that's a hefty pass rush. It's a joke because he played D played, played D line in college. As I, I just, I just have um, uh, what's his face? Who did I just picked? I forget his name. Zion. I guess I Jordan Davis. Um, I have the country singer. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> He's near the deep, deep nose. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. The yeah. Uh, bigger fella, bigger fella. Fuck it. That's <laughs> Brady's whole draft board. Yeah. I don't know. Ryan did. I'm the same person. Ryan did that. I don't know. Um, I didn't do that. <laughs> yes, you did. I just watched. I'm just gonna. I'm catching strays, man. Anyways, uh, just real quick. Yeah, um, I have him above Linderbaum just because of his versatility, and I think that's really important. And it's like center. He he could be the best ever, but it's like just. For draft coming out of college draft purposes. It was Brady. <laughs> I can see the edit history. Oh man. <laughs> Shit. I know that was a thing. I was gonna keep going, but I had to leave. Okay, go. Go go. Who's next? Um, yeah, we gotta, we gotta... I think it's me. 
so I have the uh, Minnesota Vikings picking at pick number twelve. I have them taking Trevor Penning. Did you see the clip of Penning at the at the Senior Bowl where he tossed the guy into the I was, quarterback? I was going to mention that there was at least like so what it was like nine clips of him running drills against a defensive lineman, yeah. pass rushing him, and I think in all nine he flattened every single pass rusher <laughs> like wait the, you know what clip i'm talking about right yeah okay because it was it was in that yeah. where he like he literally threw the guy into the quarterback and then just yeah. walked away like he didn't just sack his own quarterback yeah um but like the guy's a beast he's he's massive i think he's like i think he's six seven um yeah six, he, six, he, six, he's, seven. A, he's a big he's a big fella and then he's like 330 he's he's a big, big. fella um, but apparently his aggress like he is an aggressive dude on the field. Um, yeah, he's an aggressive dude yeah, in fucking practice. Yeah, yeah, like he he gets in fights at practice and stuff. And I think Minnesota needs an offensive lineman that's going to be like a dog out there. Uh, plus, he plays left and right tackle, so I know they have uh, Christian Darisaw at left tackle for them, and then Brian O'Neill at right tackle. I know for a fact Brian O'Neill has not been the tackle that they were hoping he would be. So I feel like picking up Trevor Penning uh, could be huge here because they need help on that offensive line. And I think picking up Christian Darisaw last year was a huge start to that. So they just need to keep building. I could absolutely see them going interior here. And this is where I could see them picking like Linderbaum instead. Um, But I think Trevor Penning would be just a like big trendsetter for that offensive line. How big did you say he was? I think he's six seven three hundred thirty. You 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 pretty much nailed that six seven three twenty five. That's I looked it up stuff. two days ago. Yeah, um, good memory. But yeah, because he's a bigger big, fella, big big, big fella for <laughs> he's, sure. And like that's that's kind of my thing. Like he would be a guy that you want on that offensive line. Yeah, just to stir some shit up. So yeah, no joke. Just sent a video. Um, to one of our group chats of Trevor Penning just absolutely tossing uh, an Ohio State oh, this edge rusher. Yeah, you're in it. Yeah, everybody's in it. Oh, yeah, okay, this is... <laughs> that was a joke from last week. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway, we're, we're going to motor on because uh, Brady does have an engagement later. Um, he's getting married. Congrats, man. Thank you, I'm getting engaged later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it too bad? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> it's not the Raptors, um, so don't... It's, <laughs> I'm not watching. Um, not so shit. I have Houston. He is kind of currently at... wearing like Raptors gear, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not buying it. It's just like the weather outside. Oh, sure. Okay, Ryan. Yep. Uh, I have the Houston Texans on the board at 13. Uh, their second pick in the top 20. Uh, but I, I mean, like Brady was talking about earlier, uh, you can take anybody, and they'd have to be okay with it because they need every everybody. Um, so I'm going to pick Kyle Hamilton here. Um, the safety, uh, the number one safety on the board. Um, but basically people love him from what I've heard, uh, because he's basically the quarterback of the defense. Like he's just very, very good. He's like a, a four general out there. Um, and I think Houston could use someone that's actually coordinating their defense. Um, they haven't really had one since JJ Watt left, like a, a captain of the defense. So I think that this is a pretty good pick here for Houston. Yeah, I uh, I think that's good value if you get uh, Hamilton there. You can't can't go wrong with that. Um, I'm going I'm going Baltimore's pick. We'll take uh, 
Ooh, I like corner here. Trent McDuffie's kind of nice, but I think I'm going to go with one of the two Georgia defensive tackles that's projected to go in the first round, but I think they're going to shy away from the athleticism. They'll go Devontae Wyatt, uh, the D lineman out of Georgia. I think he's just don't know too, too much about him. Uh, there's a lot of hype around uh, uh, what's-his-face. Who's the other guy? Jordan Davis. I literally just said his name. There's a lot of hype around him just because he is um, – uh, like the athletic freak, he's just a big dude, super, super athletic, you know, can't go wrong with that, but uh, I think Davis is, is just, he's got really good hands, uh, he's a little undersized in terms of like, like length and stuff like that, but I think, I think he'll be a good body, uh, they don't really have too much going for them on the D-line from what I remember, so Devontae Wyatt, Georgia, going to Baltimore. Good pick, good pick. <laughs> Philadelphia, city of Philly, love. Okay. Uh, Trayvon Walker's still there? Yeah, he is. As is George. Yeah, I was going to go with George, but I think, uh, yeah, Trayvon Walker, I'm uh, I'm, a, I'm a bigger fan of, of Trayvon. Especially, he like, it's crazy that, like, and this is going to happen on draft days, but we're going to see, um, like, someone who's supposed to go, like, top. Yeah go in the tens it happened a lot last year i know which like, was it's, it's fun to see oh absolutely it, it, it makes the draft way better when you're when you're sitting there freaking out as to you know why the panthers took jc horn at six and then you love it but like um it's just it's stuff like stuff like that's what makes the draft i don't hate the pick uh i i will say i like trayvon walker if he goes one or two i'm i like jacksonville detroit you're kind of throwing it um if he goes down here i like the upside for sure. I think he's more raw than the like an Aiden Hutchinson. I think he kind of goes in without as much of a plan. He's um, just kind of like relying purely on the athleticism. Which works too. Like, oh, it works real you know, well for the kid. It works, but like you might see a bit of an NFL adjustment gap to kind of figure out like, oh shit, these guys, like this, this all pro tackle knows like everything I'm about to do. Like, yeah. I can't just go in and freestyle it off some fucking freshman you know what i mean yeah in college <laughs> so i mean that's like a knock i have on him but i still think like his athleticism and just like raw power to just his long arms you know like i think that shit really makes up for a lot of stuff and, and that's all, all stuff you can learn just like yep. having a plan having a package working with your defensive coordinator and uh d-line coordinator and uh yeah so Okay, so I'm going to go number 16 for the New Orleans Saints, and I'm picking Drake London, wide receiver out of University of Southern Carolina, California. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I always think it's Carolina, but it, yes, California, um, USC. Uh, obviously, there's not too much that needs to be said about him. Big body, phenomenal hands, and like he's the go-up-and-get-it kind of guy. Uh, I is he still hurt or is he good? Drake London? Yeah. I think he's okay. Okay. I thought I thought he got hurt at the end of last season. I could be wrong. Um, but he's my favorite receiver in this draft. And I think New Orleans needs a big body guy. Um, and I think if they're going to get one, why not get the most talented one? Um, and I think that's Drake London. We talk about versatility. He played, for ba- he played basketball at USC. So there you go. Go Ooh. up and get it type guy. Aaron Judge. Um, so I'm next with uh, the Los Angeles Chargers yep. um, at number 17. 
Um, I think that they should just go tackle and call it a day. Uh, and the best tackle left on the board is Burhart R- Raymond Ryman. Um, I think it's Bernard, brother. Didn't mean okay. Well, uh, uh, I'm picking uh, Ber- Bernard Bernard Ryman. <laughs> I like it. Um, um, we'll just move on from that. One. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's much save in that one. Uh, Eagles. I think they need help everywhere. I'm going to Kobe Dean. Uh, a little linebacker out of Utah. Uh, I don't like Utah as a school, but uh, uh, N- Dean, not much else to say about that one. I hate that guy. <laughs> Brady got a division rival here. Yeah, the Saints. They have two picks. I really like Drake London. I, I agree they should definitely get a receiver. Um, hmm. I don't think they get Kenny Pickett. Um, I'm gonna go with that my boy. Gross. I'm gonna get Trent McDuffie from Wash. Nice. Um, I like brother. Um, <laughs> he's. He... <laughs> I was doing my Ryan impersonation there. I like brother. <laughs> he's he's higher up on my thing. Like I think he'll, I think he'll I think he's one of those guys who will kind of like make make a kind of make a jump and kind of surprise some people. I think he's high on some of the team's radar. Uh, ran a four forty. Why'd you say it like that? Comparison: Kendall Fuller low, Tre'Davious White high. That's a pretty good That's high. Pretty, good pretty high. decent low as well. Uh, speaking of high, happy four twenty to those who celebrate. I don't think any of us do, so that's just that's just for the listeners. Yeah. Just outing don't, yourself, yeah. Mr. Bailey. I, I was gonna say just like someone that, like like one of our friends that just like absolutely doesn't, but I'm not gonna not gonna do that. <laughs> Current friend of the pod, you know who you are. Happy uh, four twenty, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Lee. Um, no, but yeah, like he just he's just one of those guys. He has, he has a high flo- he has a high floor. Um, he he has that kind of. He has one. I think he's one of those players that looks like he's been playing for a little bit. Like you know, like that. He doesn't look like a rookie out there. I think he's gonna be one of those guys for the Saints. Yeah. Which I think they need. I don't think they need. I think they want to remain competitive. I don't think they're rebuilding in their in their world. Did Did Marshawn Lattimore's arrest get just swept under the rug and everything's okay again? Yeah. That's that's. I that's think what so. Happened there? Yeah. Okay, it was because cool. we're talking about the the gun, right? That was, that was on oh, I, stole, I don't stole, know what he did. He did something. Stole yeah, it was a like gun. two two summers ago. Stole him and Kamara have good lawyers, man. <laughs> <laughs> they just made all that Fucking go away. Kamara got Cubs. lucky because everything in free agency hit the fan as soon as. Who was the the was it the Dallas Cowboys cornerback that killed someone? Oh like, yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. And then like Damian Wilson poi uh, assaulted threatened his ex girlfriend. Yeah. Did she assault? I think I threatened to kill. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're, I, I, they're just NFL with a tire just, iron. Okay, <laughs> that, is, that, is that similar to? No, nah, that's gonna be a shit joke. Oh, no, no, no. Um, so uh, yeah, um, Trent McDuffie. I think they can plug and play him right away, day one, and uh, get that defense going to compete nice. with uh, that 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 division. Great. Go, okay. So at pick number twenty, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have them taking Tyler Linderbaum. Um, Finally, I, I exactly, exactly. Oh, like, I would have loved to see Pickett here. Just the guy stays in pit. That would you know so what dope. though? I just I can't see them yeah. taking a quarterback. I can't. I know. I, can, I, I know they. Them. I know they probably will. But I would almost. I would think you might as well take someone. Like if Linderbaum is, is there at pick twenty, I think you take him. Is it because of Trubisky? Because they said if Baker Mayfield got released, they would sign him in an instant. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but no, it's because I, 
personally don't think this quarterback class is like that amazing. I think it's a bunch of like who's who's a who's like a mid tier guy. Mid like can we like Carson Palmer type? Yeah, like a beat? bunch of Carson Palmers. Yeah, that's what I like. I think you have Malik Willis who's who's near the top. I like Ritter a lot, but I think I think Ritter is a Drew Locke floor with like a, a Russell Wilson ceiling. That okay. kind of thing. So he could either be he's gonna be he's not gonna go in the first round. I don't think he's gonna either be like Drew Locke disappointing or he's gonna be like a really really good pick like late. That's my that's but the other the other guys like. Uh, Pickett, Corral, and Howell. Watch the Panthers get three of them. Um, and, like, and and I'm just chirping the shit out of them, and I have to change my mind. Yep. I, I can I can see them all being just mid tier, uh, just like average quarterbacks. I think just like a, a normal draft third round. It's yeah. it's more to my point where it's like I think they signed Trubisky to play this year, and like you're right, like very well, like <clears throat> if Baker became available, why not? Like why not take a shot on him, right? Yep. Yeah, um, I would. But I think the reason for that would be that they don't plan on drafting a quarterback this year, and I don't blame them for not drafting a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think offensive line is a huge position of need for them right now. Um, so I think I think Linderbaum is a great start to that offensive line. Brady, your your favorite team? I got the Patriots. Yes. Um, I don't really know. Because I have, I I don't think receiver as much as is is as much as a need for them getting Devonte Parker, and the other guys worked by committee. I think that um, the two tight end set, uh, Aguilar, Bourne, um, what's his face, Jacoby Myers. Like I think they, Nikhil Harry. I think yep. they all work together. And now getting Devonte Parker, even though he's not like a needle mover at all but i think he is i like Devontae parker when he was like the number one in miami like he was he was a stud i I, two years ago yeah he's on my fantasy every week like i loved him i do now but i don't think he's not like a wide receiver one you know six four guy yeah you know that i like but i think their whole committee is good or you know it's it's good i think they're set on offense um which moves us to the next area which i think is the biggest one is edge so i'm gonna get george Karloftis. Karloftis from Purdue. There you go. Um, I don't know how to say that name, but there it is. What's that? It's got to be Greek or something, right? Something like that. I would I would, I would. would go he Greek. He has a Quiddy Pay floor, Trey Hendrickson ceiling. So, so pretty mid, but Hendrickson's solid. No, yeah, well, especially recently. Not like, bad. I mean, um, yeah, just big, big pressure off the edge, and, yep. you know, just I think that's just something they need. Place there, Ryan. You're up with uh, the first of two Green Bay picks. That is uh, two more yeah. than the Chicago Bears have all all in the first round. Oh. Just call us straight. Yeah. Shoot. So at at 22, uh, Green Bay. I know that everybody wants them to pick receiver, and I also oh. know that it is the most Green Bay thing possible um, to not pick a receiver. Um, and if this person's still on the board at 20, at 22, they're going to take him every day of the week. And if there was an eighth day, they'd take him then too. It's Jordan Davis, um, an elite, elite um, playmaker at, on the defensive line. Uh, and the Packers love like RAS, like um, like relative athletic score, um, which they do every year um, for like uh, the pre-draft process. Um, and they only take players that score like nine or above out of 10. 
Um, and uh, he's one of those guys. And I think they're going to take Jordan Davis every day of the week there, if he's still available. And I don't think he will be available um, when the actual draft comes around. So. He would be fun to see paired with uh, uh, Kenny Clark. That would be absurd. Yeah, and uh, I think Green Bay thinks it would be absurd as well. (laughs) I don't know. I think I would have a hard time seeing them taking Jordan Davis, but at the same time, like, I I don't know. I, I don't think it would be a terrible pick. It's the most Green Bay thing ever to not pick a receiver when they're supposed to pick a receiver, so I can see it happening. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Aiden, I believe you're – oh, no, is it me? Yep. Oh, it's me. Uh, Arizona, there's so many places they could go here. Um, you know what? I was going to take Carl off this year, but that's, that's obviously, that is not a possibility. Um, I like Ojabo. Ojabo is a lead upside. I'll take David Ojabo just because he's got like the injury concerns, which I think push him down the board a little bit. They need a guy to replace, uh, Chandler Jones because now he's in Las Vegas. I think I think Ojabo fits in pretty well here. I I like that pick a lot for them. I think they're gonna need like defensive help. So that's... it's struggling when we get down the board here a little bit. <clears throat> um, next pick I have here is pick number twenty four, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. I have them taking Traylon Burks, uh, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Um, so his biggest gripe is that he's not the fastest guy, but. He is a massive body with what people think would be the best hands in the draft. Um, there have been a lot of people saying, like, when you watch Traylon Burks, it's like when the ball hits his hands, it, like, sticks to his hands. So um, for Dallas to have – they got rid of Amari Cooper, obviously. He's on the Browns now, um, so good for him. But they have CD's nuts, and, uh, and so I think if they add Traylon Burks to that, um, cause CD is a great, like all around receiver, uh, obviously pretty good hands, pretty decent speed and like pretty good route running. But if they add a guy like Traylon Burks, uh, who literally just catches everything, that's just yet another outlet for Dak. So, um, and they always seem to need wide receiver. So I <laughs> kind of, have a, yeah, Mike, Mike McCarthy will be, will be searching hard <laughs> for a wide receiver. Good. What's the phrase? It's what is it a rotating door, revolving door, revolving door, revolving. They door. have a revolving door of wide receivers. They kind of seem to always have that. So yeah, I I I like Traylon Burks a lot. I like this pick. I hate it because it's Dallas. Shout out to you, Dev. But um, it, it, I liked Burks. I just don't like him going to Dallas. If if they manage to get Debo, this pick will train. This pick will change dramatically. But well, they would probably trade the pick for Debo. True. Yeah. 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 That's a. So well, I'm really receiver's going here, here no matter what. Trey Wynn Burks is going here no matter what. Uh, put it in bold. Ryan, uh, um, Super Bowl contenders, Buffalo Bills on the clock. Yeah, and uh, this is the pick I had for them. Um, and I actually think that there's a chance that this player might drop. Uh, and I have Olave um, dropping to Buffalo at 25. And I think Buffalo will be extremely happy to pick uh, Olave up here just because of uh, the run of receivers that that will likely go on in the middle portion of this draft. Um, But uh, he's the most crisp route runner out of the wide receivers in this draft. 
Um, uh, just one of the most polished receivers coming uh, out of college, uh, OSU. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think this is a, a pretty much a home run pick for Buffalo, and they likely will be Super Bowl contenders once again. As always, uh, Tennessee. There's a lot of positions they could go here. Uh, this late in the in the in the shtick of it, I think they kind of they're looking at kind of best player available. I could see a quarterback here. If I'm being completely honest, I could see a quarterback here. Um, however, best player available. I'm gonna go. Do they need linebacker help? Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, they got rid of both their linebackers. Yeah, I'm saying Devin Lloyd goes here. Uh, the the linebacker he's out of Utah. Nicobe Dean, by the way, Georgia. Uh, Devin Lloyd, Utah. Um, I think I think that's that's a pretty solid pick. I like Devin Lloyd like a lot. Um, I think you're right to put him down here. Like, I think he will slip a lot, but I think he's an unbelievable linebacker. Like, he is actually very good. I like the uh, uh the two guys that are like pretty like second round, third round guys. As- Asamoah or Asamoah from OU and uh, Chad Muma from, from Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I think they're both very good. Uh, not first round picks, but yeah. Yeah. I like them more than I like uh, the Wisconsin linebacker. Um, okay. So at 27, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm picking in lieu of Brady. Uh, so <laughs> Brady traded his pick to you. He didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might as well have, um, for this episode, he's, he's perished. He's dead to me. Um, so I'm going with Andrew Booth Jr. I just thought to myself, what would Brady hate the most? So I picked Andrew Booth. Uh, just kidding. I think as of now, like similar to what you said with the last pick, we're starting to get to the point where it's kind of like one of those like best player available type things. And Andrew Booth, although there's a big gap between Sauce Gardner, uh, Derek Stingley, and then the other guys, Andrew Booth isn't really no slouch. Uh, he plays some decent coverage and like obviously playing for Clemson, he goes up against some of the best wide receivers in college football um, and seems to hold his own pretty well. So I think Tampa is going to look to like kind of buff up that defense because we saw them get absolutely demolished with injuries uh, with DBs last season. So I think they're going to try to fasten that up a little bit this year. They didn't lose anybody, right? I wish Brady was here, but they didn't. I don't think they I, lost. They had a couple I, guys hit free agency, but they signed them all. They back. lost a safety, Mike Edwards, I think. Uh, he's not important. He, yeah, he started a few games for them last season due to injuries. Due to injuries, but, yeah. But like, but they kept they kept well Winfield still there. They kept Jamal Dean, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I like the pick Booth. Um, <laughs> by the way, starting to remember the divisions of college football. Clemson does play Cincinnati. Uh, they're oh, in the okay. they're in the ACC. Oh, okay. Um, however, the only two teams there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. It was Cincinnati, and then and then yeah, Clemson does play a lot of good talent because they do play in the national championship every year. Yep. Uh good pick, Booth. I think pretty solid cornerback. Ryan, um, Green Bay has two first round picks. That's got to be exciting. What do they do this one? They went defensive yeah, line I, with their first pick. I think that they can't they can't push off getting a receiver anymore. Um, all of the receivers on our board have been taken already, but there has been heavy, heavy talks that, or reports that the the Packers are very interested in in this player in particular. Um, he fits their very high elite RAS or relative athletic score. Um, he's like a nine four or something crazy like that. Just a super good athlete, um, which they love picking. Always they love picking them. Um, and I'm picking George Pickens here. 
Uh, I think he's out of Georgia. Um, he's a go up and get it um, receiver with super, super sticky hands. He has some really cool uh, highlights. Actually, I was watching them not too long ago because everybody's been talking about the Packers and George Pickens. Um, so uh, maybe he's like a, maybe a, a, some, some people might say it's a little bit of a reach, probably could get him in the second round. However, do you really want to take the chance that someone else grabs him before Green Bay picks again? Probably not. Um, so I think that he's a, has a really, really high upside and, um, they're hurting at receiver right now. And I think they have to throw some juice in there. I mean, they have to, they have to replace MVS, Devonte, just a lot of holes in the wide receiver room. So I think this is a really good pick for them. Yeah. Like, I mean, I definitely don't disagree with that. <clears throat> um, the, the one thing I saw so I was going to pick, so I'm picking for the Kansas City Chiefs next, obviously. I was going to go with Pickens, but uh, obviously the Kansas City Chiefs need receiver help, so I have them picking Christian Watson next. Um, I am a big Christian Watson fan. Although I don't see him going in the first round, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of this guy, and like I hope the Bears are able to get him. Uh, he's like, so he's six four, two hundred pounds around that. Um, the problem is he is not polished like whatsoever. <laughs> like, uh, on film, his routes are relatively sloppy. His running in general, like he doesn't get separation well, which is kind of, eh, like not great for, cause if he's a bigger guy, he should be getting separation, uh, separation and stuff. But the one thing that he has going for him is his size and speed, uh, as well as like his ability to catch the ball. And people have said like his yards after catch for a big man is like uh, crazy impressive. So um, I think my thing is he could be a good replacement for Tyreek Hill. Uh, so that's something to watch out for. Um, Damn. I was also going to take receiver for Kansas City because they have back-to-back picks here. <laughs> No, was not going to be Christian Watson, but I don't hate the pick. Um, gotta love the the D three school guys. You know, not bad. Um, I think they go defensive back. That's another that's another big one here. There's there's a couple guys I like. Jaquan Brisker, Penn State. I like Lewis Sign or Chine or I don't know how you say that name. The Georgia safety. He could go first round. I'm gonna say they go with either uh, Jalen Petra out of Baylor or the guy that I'm actually gonna pick, Kyer Elam, the Florida cornerback. Not not nothing flashy. They need help in in the uh, the whole uh, secondary. Um, I think they still employ Dan Sorensen. So when you have him on your team, you're going to need some help. Uh, <laughs> I think Kyrie Elam oh, is a pretty solid. No pick. wait, where Danger Dan go? He went somewhere else this off season. Oh, he did. Well, they're still dealing with the remnants of Danger Dan in the meeting yeah. room. So yeah, that's fair. Um, I think uh, I think Kyrie Elam makes a little bit of sense. The Florida cornerback. I think that's uh, he's and Dan Sorensen's on the Saints. Thank goodness he's in the division. All right, last two picks we got uh, Ryan with uh, the LSU. I mean Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean this this one's pr- pretty clear. I mean we all saw what happened in the playoffs this past year. Even though they made it to the Super Bowl, I think 
I think the game before he was sacked nine times in one game. I mean, at this rate, he's going to blow out seven knees in three years. So you have to go offensive line here. You just take you just take the best offensive lineman that's left. Um, and in this case, I believe um, probably Kenyon Green is the best available. I mean, yep. I mean, there's some debate, of course, but um, this is who I would pick if I was Cincinnati, and this is how the board fell. Um, so yeah, Kenyon Green. Just take Kenyon or Cincinnati. Just has to take whatever offensive lineman is the best available, and they can't go wrong. They should they, if they have seven picks in this draft, they should take seven offensive linemen and just, just <laughs> plug and play and see what happens. You need to keep just get a, an entire new offensive line. Honestly, yeah. Aiden already has the card written in for for the last pick of the first round, and it is the exact pick that I would have had here. Yeah, um, I, it just makes too much sense. It does. You gotta it's... pick them. <laughs> um. I have so the Detroit Lions picking number thirty two. I think they're going Kenny Pickett. Like honestly, if if <laughs> we've had one quarterback go in the first round, that that's makes absurd. sense. That makes sense in this one. If like what I'm saying is, if either Corral, Pickett, or Willis, and like honestly, Ritter makes Ritter could make sense here too. But if Corral. Pickett or Willis are there at pick number 32. The Lions have to take them. Like Jared Goff just isn't it. And if you are able to potentially pick a franchise quarterback at pick number 32, I think you do it. I think there's going to be one thing that we can't really mock in this draft just because it's way too unpredictable is trades. I think there's going to be a lot of teams trade up. I think if all four quarterbacks like Pickett, Corral, Howell, and Ritter are still on the board, there's going to be teams trading up to get, to get into the first round again. Um, like a team like Washington could trade up a team, uh, like the, well, not the Jets, but like the Falcons could trade up. The Saints could trade up. Right? Honestly, like, even Pittsburgh, like uh, Pittsburgh, I have them taking a quarterback early, but they could, they could also trade back and, and, yep. and take a quarterback later. Right. So there's, there's a lot of options for quarterbacks. I think just with the trades, I, Kenny Pickett falling all the way here makes sense. If you can't do trades, um, Kenny Pickett in Detroit, I kind of like it Two glove Pickett, You can't, can't hate it. Fake slide. I I think I think him and uh him and uh what is it Motor City who, who what's the head coach's name again Dan Campbell Motor City Dan that's it I think <laughs> shitty nickname I think he's got those boys running through walls over there so I think they could make some magic happen over there uh, he's he's got them running through walls with with Jared Goff imagine they get like a a good young quarterback the yeah. only the, the my biggest knock on Pickett is he is a year and 11 days younger than Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold's been in the league for five years. Oh. Yeah. So that's why, like, I I don't – this sucks, but I don't like old quarterbacks. I don't like old players I in the draft. That. There's no point of it, right? Like, you're drafting young talent. Why would you take a guy like Joe Burrow's older than Sam Darnold, right? Yeah. Joe Burrow's different. Obviously, he's a far better quarterback than Sam Darnold. But when you have a guy like Pickett who's got a lot of question marks, Burrow didn't have these question marks – do you really take a chance in the first round on a guy like that? I think Detroit with their second round, like with their second first round pick, yes, makes sense. And that's also um, fittingly the pick that they traded to get Matt Stafford. Oh. And the Rams don't pick until 105. So, uh, oh. well, they, they won a Super Bowl, though, so it's worth <laughs> Holy. It. You tra- I would trade every single pick for the next 10 years to win a Super Bowl. Well, yeah. That's the way it goes. That's well, the way it goes. 10 years? 10 I, I, years? You, the goal of of professional sports is to win the Super Bowl. No, you I do know. whatever it takes to win the Super Bowl. I would give up every single draft pick to win one, uh, for 10 years to win one Super Bowl. Yes. I guess I if I was in a management position, yeah. 
If I was in a fan position, no. No, but like if 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 you looked at your fans and you're like, I a hundred percent guarantee you that we will win a Super Bowl if we trade all uh, the next ten years worth of picks yeah. to trade up to number one and take Malik Willis. We will we will win every single. We will win one Super Bowl, and that's it. I would take that over being mid for 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 ten years. Right, like you look at a team like um yeah, but then you hasn't, hasn't mean, won one in ages. Like like well the Dallas, Bears. Dallas. I mean the Bears traded their picks for five years for uh, Khalil Mack, and then they traded him away for nothing. So yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but like if it worked and they won a Super Bowl, you're not complaining about it. <laughs> well, I mean Khalil Mack was good at the very least. He's all right. He's half decent. <laughs> He'll look good in a Chargers uniform. He will. He will look good. That's going to be a pretty defensive line. Unbelievable. Um, but that's a pretty solid mock draft. I don't. I don't hate it. Um, no, it's not. It's not. It definitely not as bad as last year's. Last year's was a fucking mess. I think we did pretty well last year. No, I, I thought we did terribly last year. It's, it, it's still on here. <clears throat> I kept it. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville's team need was Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Who did that? That's funny. Um, oh, it's not great. Um, <laughs> I I remember us looking at it like at the it's, draft. It's and... not terrible. Like, oh, like, okay. Like, like we had we had the first two right, and then we had Justin Fields to San Francisco. They yeah. took a quarterback. Same thing. Um, Pitts to Atlanta. We had Sewell and and and. Well, we had Sewell going to Cincinnati. Yeah. Although Ryan had Chase going to Cincinnati. Uh, then we had nobody had Sewell going to Detroit, but we had. Uh, did they take Jalen Waddle at seven, Miami? Um, I think they did because then they took. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, Jalen Phillips, right with their last, yeah. with their other. Yeah, pick. yeah. Uh, we had I had Carolina taking Rashawn Slater. We had some trade. I don't know. Uh, we didn't do terrible. Well, well. <laughs> we didn't do great. Just, I think it's just an average mock draft. You know, what it's, I mean? we for got us, Patriots, it's, we got it's, the Patriots getting Mac Jones. Oh, okay, it's four people picking completely blind. Yeah. So, I think we did just about as good as we could. Who did the Bears take? Oh, the Bears didn't take one at twenty-one, right? Uh, I think this year pick. all of our picks are sensible. I mean, there's a lot of players they that could be fields. interchange, like Derek Stingley and <laughs> um, and Sauce could be interchangeable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those players could sure. be mixed for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had Alex Leatherwood in the first round, not not top ten like the Raiders took him. <laughs> well, they probably shouldn't have taken him that high anyway. Oh, 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 God, no, absolutely not. There's the Raiders have had there. some really suspect picks in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. We did get the position right for Green Bay. They took a cornerback. It's not bad. There's some stuff in there. We did we did all right. We'll be dead wrong this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. But all right, everybody, thank you very much for listening. This is the, the Case and Punt Giraffe special, uh, the, the third rendition, I believe. Yeah, yeah, this would be the third year. Third? We're oh, we don't have the, the – we'll keep the sheets. Uh, but now we have uh, 2022 uh, done in the books. Uh, I can't wait. The draft is my favorite thing all year because um, the Panthers suck so far. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how we do. Uh, maybe we'll post this on our Instagram. I don't know if we do that anymore. Um Brady needs to clean up his mock draft a little bit before we do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, Ryan, do you have a city ready? I feel bad doing it without Brady. Oh, don't worry. Aiden's um, going to step up and do the outro. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I have to redeem myself. Okay. Think about it. Brady was here. He was sitting right there. Just stare at the spot. Channel your inner Brady. Channel my inner Brady? Yeah. 
Nice. Um, <laughs> All right, Ryan, you got the city ready. Uh, Ian, you want to hit us with the outro? Yeah. I, I can't, man. I actually don't remember it at all. I'm blanking so hard. You hear it every time. I was going to say, we've we've done 120 of these. 100 of them have the I same know. outro. May your... Oh, I thought there was something before that, though. No. Oh, no, it's after. May your punts be high and down inside the 10. Good, good night. I thought he said the good night. No. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Go Cardinals. There we go. Yeah, well, good job. And stay classy alert. The northernmost town. City? Oh. Oh. Alert. Is that is that in the Yukon? Um, I don't know. It's up there, though. It's the most northern <laughs> it's... city or town in Canada. It's up there. Yeah, it's in none of it. I'll have uh, none of it. Uh,